Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hit or Quit podcast. I am back again with my buddy Ayo. Hello boys and girls. <laughs> and uh, we have another exciting game week to cover. I mean, we had a, a little double here. It um, The last game had some big repercussions on this week, but um, we'll get right into that after we uh, go over the differential game. I think uh, I'm excited to hear about this one. How'd it go yeah. down? So um, you pulled it out on the last day, um, right in the last game. I mean, what did Morris do? He got two goals and an assist, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so you got your nice 20-pointer. Love to see it. About time I win one of these, man. I've been I've been on a fat losing streak, so that was big. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's, the fir- it's, uh, it's the first win in a long time, that's for sure. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I had Bale. You didn't do too bad yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I thought I was going to take it away when Bale, when Bale got that brace against Crystal Palace. Um, another great so, week for him. He's no longer under that 5% uh, ownership either. So now he's crossed that 5% uh, checkpoint. That's, uh, that's unfortunate. I can't use him now. <laughs> but then to get a brace and to still lose, that's tough, bro. That's tough. Yeah, that's that's tough. But in the last three, yeah. uh, my last three differentials have been 12, 12, 14. Sheesh. Oof. So, I mean. So, I'm going to continue that run. I'm going to continue that run. Kai Havertz against Leeds. Um, Kai Havertz really, really had a, for the first time in a long time, has shown a spark. Uh, he started for Chelsea in the last game. Uh, could have scored two or three goals easily but um but he played well so i'm thinking if he gets the minutes in this game against leeds especially uh, i think he can be involved man chelsea are a really scary team to me right now because since tushel's come in their defense has been literally rock solid and like their offense like most of their players aren't even like clicking at their best yet like they, we still haven't seen the best from pulisic ziach uh callum hudson Adoy. Even Werner hasn't been at his best. Like Havertz, like if these guys can get like balling, like Chelsea are a problem, man. I'm really like I'm really impressed with what Tuchel's done at Chelsea already. They just don't drop points. It's, it's yeah, incredible. I mean defensively they looked rock solid, like you said. Um, I'm yeah. I, I'm still waiting for those forwards to click. I don't think they have, and they're winning games, but they're not scoring many goals. I mean they're getting the results, and that's the, what matters most at the end of the day. But like. In terms of like right. points from attacking players, like I don't think it's um you got a lot of options right now. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You still don't know who's gonna be in the team every week, like because they still don't have any like solidified starters really. Like anyone can get benched. Like the rest players last year aren't starting anymore. Like it's 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 crazy to see. I mean, Mount's probably the safest player in that whole Chelsea team. I would say. And he didn't start the next but, the last game. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so. You really don't know what to expect anymore with Chelsea. I mean, FPL-wise, they're definitely not looking like there's many options there right now. I mean, besides the defense, maybe with Rudiger. But Rudiger's been missing games. Thiago Silva's coming back soon. The one player yeah, the one true. player who has started every single game under Tuchel has been Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta, yeah. I guess that's an option now. I mean, if you really want to hop on the Chelsea, either him or maybe you could go with uh, Mendy, but... I don't know. He, he might start Kepa one week. So <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it's really Chelsea's hard to get on on boards on in terms of FPL. But 
I mean, you don't want to step in front of that train right now. Chelsea just rolling like they're just winning every game. Yeah, they're getting good results. Yeah, I'm, they're really looking like a top four lock, which is uh, more than you would have said about them a few weeks ago. They were in tenth, but not long, not so long ago. So You're totally right. You're totally right. Well played by Chelsea. So, so tell us who's your differential for this game week. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I can't hop on any of these Chelsea players like you. Although I think that it would be a good good move right now but instead I went with Che Adams I think Southampton have been they were on a really bad run and I, I knew they were bound to turn it around I mean they got the win against Sheffield obviously they got smacked up by City but like I mean they still got two goals against a really great defense so I want to give them credit and this is without Danny Ings who's been injured who obviously I brought in and it feels like every time I bring in Ings he gets injured it's just I warned you not to do it uh, you're right, but I mean, if I didn't get Ings, I wouldn't have got Mahrez, so no regrets, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, Southampton are looking looking like they're they're getting some form back. They they can score some goals again, and I think with Ings out, especially, I think Jay Adams has a big big role on his shoulders. And uh, against a Brighton team that's still like, I mean, I don't know. Once in a while, we start thinking Brighton's a good team, but then again, they just can't put up any results. I mean, they keep losing 2-1, like tying 1-1. Like they're, they they could stay in the game, but they can't really like get a result. So I still see Brighton as a good fixture for any team. And I think Southampton could get, get, some, get some attacking returns there. And I think Che Adams is likely to be involved. So that's my pick. He's only 4.6% owned or something around around those lines. 4.7, I think. 4.7, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see uh, where it's your mind's at. Um, yeah, I mean, Brighton, and they can see the goal or two. And without Ings, especially, Che Adams really kind of has to be that guy at top. So, And he has been stepping up more recently. He's been playing really well. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I see the logic. Yeah. All right. I mean, Facundo's missing again this week, boys. So I guess that's on him <laughs> if he can't put in a differential this week. But it gives me a chance to hopefully catch up. But honestly, that Howard's pick is really scary right now. If he gets to start, then uh, I could really see him doing some damage against Leeds, especially. Yeah, I'm excited to see that game, honestly. I think if, if there's ever a game where Chelsea started getting some goals, it could be this one. Yeah, for real. I mean, that Leeds. Leeds team will just attack, attack, attack till they die. Like they're not, they're not worried about getting smacked up. So yeah, I could definitely see, definitely see like the likes of Timo or Havertz getting getting some goals here. All right. To see. So why don't we move into our teams? Um, okay. Between the three of us, Fak isn't here, but he did get the lowest um, points this week. He only managed to get. 67 points and uh his captain was Gundogan. Gundogan. Yeah, it's a good captain to be fair. Which which didn't work out too, too badly. Um, but uh his then... vice that's ugly. His vice captain was Harry Kane. <laughs> that's tough. Uh, you, you hate you, to Chris. see it. Ahmed. <laughs> you want to get into Kane real quick? <laughs> um, I'll wait my turn. Why okay. don't you, since I did better than you, why don't you start us off? Sure, but I mean, before I before I'm, I finish with Facundo, I mean, to be fair, he made no transfers, so 67 is not a horrible rank. I mean, point score. He only lost 9K in rank, and he's still just outside the top 100K, 100,216. So I want to give him credit where he's due. He's still, he's still 
just peeking around the corner from that 100k so gotta give him credit i mean he had fernandez as well but apart from that no good good um returns but now, yeah, going into my team. I mean, you only beat me by one point, bro. Don't don't act, don't act tough, all right? <laughs> I mean, I took a hit. I took a hit to take out Jesus and Harvey Barnes to get Mahrez and Ings. I mean, yeah, Ings got injured in 12 minutes. So what can I say? Like, like that's just unlucky, I guess. But, like, I guess it's with Danny Ings. I guess you have to proceed with caution. I mean, it can happen any given week. So fair enough, but uh, Mahrez for Barnes turned out to be pretty damn good. So my guy got, I mean, up until this final game, this last City versus Southampton game, I was having a terrible week. I was, I had one clean sheet from Kufal. I had Bruno's goal, which everyone and their mama had. And then I had Son with an assist and that's it. And then this last game fucking saved my ass, bro. Like <laughs> De Bruyne dropped 10 points in this game. Uh, I mean, four. Like, what, how many points? He got two goals, two bonus. Um, and he was my captain, so he ended up with a score of 32. And then Mahrez, man, what a hero, bro. He dropped 18 points in the second game, and uh, that that was huge for me. So th- those two boys saved my game week, and I ended up with 75 points, a green arrow. I'm up to 231,000. So I'm slowly but surely climbing my way up. I'm not, I'm not too far out of reach from you guys just yet. I can still work my way back in there, and... Um, Aside from that, pretty disappointing. Like every everywhere else, Gaeta with a zero pointer, Cancelo one point out of the two games, kind of sad. Luca Dean zero points. I mean, kind of embarrassing. I would expect him to do better. Bamford blank. Ings obviously injured. Antonio, who I hyped up a lot last week, who's my vice captain, but nothing from him this week. West Ham did get the win as I predicted, but somehow Antonio didn't find a way to get involved. And um, yeah, that's about it for me. Talk me through your week. Yeah, so uh, 76, one point more. Um, consistent as ever, seven points from Martinez. I don't know what you're doing with Guaita and your team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he balled out on the last week, the double game week, but you're you're kind of right. I should I should probably trade him out. I mean, his next couple of fixtures aren't bad. West Brom and then actually maybe just that one. <laughs> I'll t- take him out for 29. Good Martinez ball. has been nothing but consistent for me. Yeah. What a, what a um, keeper, man. This guy's yeah, he's, since he's leaving tough. Arsenal, he's been sensational. He's been like, sensational. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so it's very disappointed. Um, well, okay. Let me talk about my captain. Absolutely trash. I had <laughs> Sterling. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with Sterling. Um, he's been terrible. He hasn't done anything. Even he didn't play against Southampton, and even in the United game, like obviously I wanted United to win, but I have to, from an FPL standpoint, Sterling was disgusting when in front of goal. He yeah. easily could have scored two or three goals in that game. I feel like he we've been saying easily, that every game with this guy. He's just not clinical whatsoever. This he's season. just not clinical whatsoever. Yeah. So I'm super disappointed about that, and I'm super mad at you because you're the guy <laughs> who talked me out of captaining Kane who hauled 19 points, two assists, two goals. I'm just glad to have owned him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't have Kane, so at least at least you got that on me, bro. Yeah, that really uh, helped my week out. Yeah, um, I just noticed you're the only owner of Sterling in our whole mini league, and you captained him, so yeah, as differential as it gets. Could have exactly. gone either way, but unlucky. 
Yeah, and then so obviously my two strikers after Kane blanked Antonio Bamford. Um, bit disappointed about Antonio, of course. Leeds uh, Leeds lost two nil. Uh, right. So I'm happy I made the, I'm happy I made the right decision with Soufal over Dallas. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. That was big. Fine. So that was good. But then yeah, so for my defenders, I got six from Soufal, one from Cancelo. And big man Luke Shaw. What a man. What a man. This guy has he Luke Shaw has five attacking returns in the last seven games, four assists and a goal. Wow, that's that's actually crazy. He's been so class. I'm so happy I've brought him in. His ownership is still relatively low, 12%. Um yeah, that's really good. In a game where I was really close to not putting my United guys in. I'm really happy I, I invest. I put in Bruno and Shaw. It worked out perfectly. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about benching Gundogan. I mean, uh, benching Bruno Fernandez. I mean, yeah, in the end, no one really it worked went out. Yeah. It worked out. That was big. Uh, and then finally, the the guy I transferred in, Bukayo Saka. Bit disappointing. Um, yeah. Only got one point. But he, the guy could have scored in that game. I mean, he had a chance or two where he definitely could have scored so I feel it was a bit unlucky for him not to get in a return but I trust him he's been class all season so I think he's gonna uh, get a return soon enough yeah I would definitely agree with you there give, give him some time have some patience I think he'll pay off absolutely I hope so <laughs> yeah yeah I mean this was another great week for Bale any bail owners who who got him in early? I mean, they've been they've been eating good. <laughs> the man's on fire. I mean, Spurs are definitely the hot team right now to to look at. Like, I mean, City's great as usual. I mean, they did lose to United, but I expect them to continue their run. But I think Spurs. There's a lot of potential in Spurs right now. If you're trying to like climb up some ranks, tripling up on Spurs isn't the worst thing you can do right now. I mean, Reguilon, Bale, Son, Kane, like any combination of them could be could be really nice right now. Yeah, I'm, I totally agree with that. I think I think Spurs are picking up some form, and I think they're gonna find a good run of fixtures, um, some like some good results in the next fixtures. Uh, they, they do, do have Arsenal. Games. Yeah, they do have Arsenal, but after that is Aston Villa, and Newcastle, which I, are two games I think Spurs can win. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm 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 hopping on on Bale right now. Uh, I had to get rid of Madison. Had some extra money in the bank, so I, I promoted him to Bill. Very nice. Not a bad transfer whatsoever. I mean, um, who would you be benching next week? That's what I'm I gotta know. Who I'm benching? Um, I'm benching my West Ham guys. Ah, both Antonio and Kufal. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, they are playing your boys, man. United. The thing is, bro. I'm more scared to bench Antonio against good teams than I am against bad teams, bro. This guy scores against every good team in the league, bro. <laughs> I swear that's like that's his bread oh, and butter. Yeah. So actually I was having this, I was having a bit of a conflict because originally I had Antonio in my starting eleven. Yeah. Um, but then this is what it came down to. Because obviously I have Luke Shaw. Um, so if I start Antonio, then there's a conflict there. Um, like Antonio could score or could not score, and then Luke Shaw loses the clean sheet, or Luke Shaw gets the clean sheet, and Antonio doesn't score. Um, so then right. I put in Bamford against Chelsea, who I don't think is likely of scoring. Um, uh -huh. 
so, so you see what I'm saying? Like there was the yeah. conflict. Um, and then I was like, but Bamford, Chelsea, defensively, they've been so good. Uh-huh. Like there's actually, there's almost more of a chance of Antonio scoring. And then I was thinking, <laughs> it's like, it's unlikely that Bamford or any Leeds player score like against Chelsea. Yeah. So I'm I thinking, agree. so I'm thinking maybe this is the game where Leeds go off and win 3-0, you know? <laughs> No chance, bro. <laughs> I mean, for me, between Antonio and Bamford, it would definitely be Antonio. I see that you have a conflict of interest. I would just, like, pray that Luke Shaw gets a goal or assist. I mean, he does it pretty regular, so uh, I don't know. I think I think Bamford, I mean, oof, Chelsea's defense is so good. I don't see them conceding more than, like, a goal. Like, I really don't. <laughs> They've just been really solid. Conte is in form. I mean, ah, oh, it's tough, but I would definitely, I would definitely start Antonio or Bamford this week personally. I think United can still can still leak a few goals here and there. They're no, I mean they have kept three clean sheets on the bounce, but um, they also I don't know if they have to go for. I think West Ham will be a much tougher test than for them. Not. Not to discredit that they just beat Man City, but but like yeah, we to... ended the we ended the run, huh? The yeah, that's true. Run. You got to give United some credit for that, but I still think United West Ham could be a close game, and both teams could get some goals. Whereas Chelsea leads, I would be more hesitant to back Bamford. I I mean, I'm thinking of I'm planning to bench both Rafinha and Bamford this week, but um, I might just start one of them. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I also had the same problem with Sufal and Dallas. Yeah, I, I seem to have that every week. <laughs> the Sufal Dallas dilemma. I'm thinking. I'm thinking defensively. I mean, I'd rather go with Dallas. I think there's more of a chance of a nil-nil there. I think the. I don't know. I think the West Ham United game has goals, man. I would back both. Yeah. And Antonio. I, I, I'm, I'm going on Dallas for that game, as well. Yeah. Nice, nice pick. All right, that takes me to one more thing I want to talk to you about real quick. I mean, should we save it for later? I mean, I was going to talk about a captaincy dilemma I have. Or maybe we, uh, should, we should come back to that. Why, why don't we do it? Why, what are the games like captain? Let's do, let's do captaincy options. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, that Fulham City game is staring me right in the face, and I'm sure it's staring a lot of people in the face like – it just seems like a really good fixture for Man City. I mean, they just got off scoring five goals. They're going to be all confident. Sterling might be back in the team. <laughs> but um, before I get into that, I mean, both De Bruyne and Mahrez both had a great game against Southampton. They both got went off the pitch early. I'm Am I crazy to go with Mahrez over De Bruyne? Just because I feel like he has more, more of a threat right now. He just, I feel like he's so in form. And I think he's likely to start just because he he got he rested for thirty minutes at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, I think that shows that he's most likely to start. Um, and if he starts, I don't see why not. I think yeah. uh, it's I think it's a great move. I think the only like definitely the only problem with that is that on if he doesn't if he doesn't return and De Bruyne does return, then that could that you risk a lot of points. That's true. That is but true. Uh, but 
I, I definitely see the logic in captaining Mars. I think the guy's been in great form and against Fulham, I don't see why he couldn't continue that. Yeah, for sure. That's what that's what's and I think it's a it's a nice differential. I mean, Mars is still only five point eight percent on, so I think there's definitely some rank gains to be had there. But I mean then again, the Bruyne is still seventeen percent on foul. Like for a guy wow. who we're used to being around the fifty percent mark, like He's very low on right now, and I don't think there's a good reason he should be. I mean, it's Kevin De Bruyne, and uh, yeah, still, he just did come back from injury, so people haven't necessarily been in a rush to bring him in. I guess that's true. I mean, this is his fifth game he started in a row now, so I'm guessing some people will be catching on and hopping on him. But no, I'm I'm sure after this last fixture, it's gonna start going up again. Yeah, like, for sure. The only thing with City is they they they're both. Uh, they're blanking on both 29 and 33. So I'm sure that's on some playing on some people's minds where they'd rather go with someone else, especially at that price point. Someone like Gareth Bale, who plays on game with 29. Man, we got to talk more about Bale, bro. Is this guy for real? <laughs> Is this guy here to stay? Is he worth the price tag? What are, you, what are your thoughts on Gareth Bale? Um, I think we're finally, finally starting to see some ba- some of the prime Bale that everyone wants once uh misses um and and i think i haven't watched too much about on spurs but the vibe i'm getting from the spurs now bale lucas mora son kane um uh bill like bale and son are like the two guys right in that midfield similarly priced i think it's like 0.4 difference right Um, uh, Son is 0. 0.6 and Bale's 0. 0.4, so just 0. 0.2 in between them. 0. 0.2, sorry. Um, so, so, like, now it's coming down to this decision, Bale or Son. Um, uh-huh. Personally, and personally, uh, I think going forward, Bale hasn't been playing 90 minutes, but I think if he keeps this up, I don't see why he won't start playing 90 minutes. That's true. But I think Bale is going to get more goals and Son, Son is going to get more assists. Um, I think Bale is kind of cutting in a lot more than Son. He's like entering yeah. the box for crosses and stuff. For sure. Um, I think, and he has way more of an aerial threat than Son does. I think Son is going to dribble more and probably pass at the last second. Yeah. Um, so honestly, if Bale can keep this up, I'm hopping on Bale. I brought him in. Um, he's looking in great form. He's looking clinical. Um he looks like he's linking up really well with Kane. So, I mean, yeah, for no. me, it's a no-brainer, especially if you're trying to make points. Obviously, Son is a safe option. He's going to play 90 minutes every game, or most games anyways, um, but he's highly owned. So I think Bale now is a bit cheaper, low-owned. Uh, it, it's a great way to, to make up a rank. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. I think... Since Bale's been in the team, he's definitely looked a better option. I mean, he's been far more forward. He's been in the box. I think I saw a stat either before this Palace game or after, but it was that like Son had like three shots in the box in the time Bale's been starting, and Bale had like eight, and then Kane had like eleven or some shit. So, I mean, I I really think Bale is the better player right now for FPL. I think he's the one who's getting at the end of the crosses. Son's maybe the one putting them in. Bale's also the one, like you said, cutting in and taking more shots. So, yeah, I definitely think Bale looks better. But as a Son owner, I'm not sure if I'm ready to 
take that step just yet because it still feels like a bit of a sideways move. I mean, Son could easily find his form back and get some goals. I mean, he hasn't scored in like five weeks now, so I don't know. He's too good a player not to just stop scoring. Like, I think I really think he's gonna get a goal. Like, if you if you already have Son, I think you should hold on for him for now unless you see that it's like necessary to make the switch. Um, but I think it's more for players looking to transfer in. A city, yeah. uh, Spurs midfielder. So when yeah. you look at Bale and Son, I think bringing them in, uh, Bale might have more attractive qualities right now. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. My only only concern with Bale would be obviously the minutes because they're being managed and the reason they're being managed, which is that this man can get injured at any like misstep. Like if he twists his ankle <laughs> once, like he's done for the season. Like you know, you know how it is with Bale. He's a really fragile player. So that would be my only concern. Son's less injury prone for sure, but um, based on form, I think Bale is definitely the better pick. So that that would be my advice, I guess. If you're trying to go risk here, trying to gain some more ranks, I think Bale's the way to go. If you're trying to maintain, maybe then Son, Son is your man. He's fifty five percent owned though, so yeah, that is high. Very high, yeah. I think that's got to be one of the highest owned players this this season. And I still think Kane is a must-have. Yeah, Kane looks so good right now, bro. <laughs> I'm really like, really regretting not bringing him in earlier. No, I'm just pissed that he didn't do this when he was supposed to be a triple captain for everyone. Thank fuck, bro. Thank fuck. <laughs> Actually, I feel so blessed about that. Man dropped eight points in the double game week, but then dropped 19 just the week after. That's actually like, he's a you... tease, bro. He's teasing you guys. And some a great goal there as well. Yeah, what a player, man! Kane, Harry Kane just so consistent, so good. And still eleven point three as his price tag. I mean, it's still a bargain if you ask me. I mean, I need to find a way to get him in, but oh, it's, I'm, it's I'm, really tough I'm, for now. I'm looking at it now. His ownership has dropped quite a bit. It's only thirty eight percent compared to what it was before. That's really true. I mean, as someone who was near in the fifty sixty percentage, like that yeah. this is as good as it's, it's going to get. So, I mean, it's still a great transfer in if you can afford Hurricane. Absolutely. Okay. So should right. we go into some captaincy options then? Yeah, I mean, we, I briefly mentioned the City boys. Uh, are, there any, are there any other players we want to shout out? Anyone else we think could... Could, uh, Honestly, like trouble. the most obvious fixture this week is uh, City's Fulham. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I could, like, I'm definitely not risking Sterling captain again. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, um, I don't blame you. But maybe, I don't know, definitely De Bruyne, Mares, Gundogan. Are all good options. For sure. Um, personally, out of all the other top teams, I don't see any other great fixtures, in my opinion, especially with the premium options. Um, you have Spurs Arsenal, which I don't believe will be very high scoring, but would be good for my team if it were high scoring with the right players. I think um, it could be. I think it could be. I mean, both teams have been scoring like 
goals it, pretty it, consistently. I'll benefit more from a high scoring game. So I hope it is. Yeah. Um, but again, United West Ham doesn't have high scoring written all over it. Yeah. Wolves Liverpool, same business. Yeah, I mean, don't take my advice because I told you not to captain Kane last week. <laughs> but this week, honestly, I would I wouldn't be afraid to captain a Spurs player. I really think if you're not going with a city option, if say you haven't brought in De Bruyne yet and you don't want to bring him in because of the blank, then like and like Gundogan, he just played 90 twice in a row, so maybe he might get benched this week, or maybe just limited minutes. So maybe Gundogan would be concerning. So if if that is your case, like I don't. I don't. I think Spurs are probably the next best option. I think Arsenal's defense hasn't been great, and Spurs are just on some of the best form in the league right now. Like, what would, what would you say if you didn't have a City player, a viable City option, a captain? Who would you go with? So, personally, right now, my armband is on Bruno. Oh, okay, shit. Um, I just think that Bruno can never be overlooked. You know. Um, You're absolutely right, bro. This man is dropping <laughs> double digits and no one's batting an eye. <laughs> That's just what we expect from him. I mean, West Ham have been playing really well. I don't want to discredit West Ham's performances, but I think especially coming out of that 2-0 win against City, yeah, um, that's a big statement. And I, I think even regardless of what happened against City, this is a game that United should win. And I think this is a game where United might be able to play good football. Um, I'm excited. I think I think United can definitely snack two smack uh, snack two goals in this game. And if United can score two goals, and Bruno can score two goals, you know. <laughs> no, that's exactly true. I mean, yeah, Bruno's Bruno should honestly be the vice captain or captain every single week because he is the most consistent player in FPL right now like I think that's pretty safe to say and he's what 57% owned he already has 16 goals and 12 assists this season that's actually like crazy in 27 games wow this man's on a mission and yeah I think Bruno's a good captain option every single week I just a matter of if you can find one that's better like Bruno's never a bad option if you ask me and even against West Ham I still don't think he's I'm still very happy I own him for this week. Like, uh, I'm not trying to <laughs> miss out on a Bruno Hall. But, um, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I think I would just slightly lean for a Spurs player just because I, I really do like West Ham. I think they're a really good team and they've been on really good form. But, um, yeah, I mean, Arsenal hasn't been a, a pushover either. They just draw points against Burnley. But, I mean, Burnley can, can cause a lot of teams some trouble, so. Yeah, I, I guess mean, Bruno. They, they tied that game, but Arsenal were knocking on the door for 90 minutes, literally. Yeah, so then, yeah, it feels like every game against Burnley, to be fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think Son, Bale, Kane, all not horrible options this week. Bruno's also a good option. I think City is where it's at, though. I think if you have De Bruyne, Captain De Bruyne, if you have Mars like me, uh, I mean, that's what I'm going with. But don't take my advice, I guess. <laughs> it's been pretty shit lately. But I don't know. I'm feeling Mahrez right now. I think he's been actually very consistent. And I still want to I wanna ride that train until it stops, you know. 
I'm, I don't wanna, I'm gonna keep sticking with my boy until, until he lets me down and he's yet to do so. I think we're overlooking one other game though. Which one is that? Everton. Everton, the two nil losers against Chelsea Everton. Yeah, they've been, Richarlison has been improving. He's been scoring some goals. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was about time Richarlison gets some goals. I mean, he scores 13, 14 goals like every single year. So it was really odd that he hadn't found a way to get on the score sheet so much just yet. So I think I think he will continue his form. I think Richarlison is going to keep them coming. But I don't know, Burnley, bro, oof. they can be an annoying team to play against. And it makes me worry. So, I mean, I, I don't own Richarlison anyway, so he's not really an option for me, but. If I did own him, maybe maybe not a horrible uh, captain shout in a week where um, if you don't have City players, I would say. I think City players are ideal still. I think that's where you got to look if you, you have the option. I mean, Fulham, do we respect Fulham as a team or they did beat Liverpool? I don't think that says much, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> Liverpool are fucking ass, bro. <laughs> so six. Yeah. That's six. Six consecutive games at Anfield. I know. I know. <laughs> you know they've they've scored more home goals in Budapest than in Liverpool this year. Yeah, that's that's an embarrassing stat. I mean, Liverpool's still doing the business in the Champions League. <laughs> they're still yeah, getting the results. That's because they're not playing at Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts, bro. Like Anfield has some fucking curse on it right now like that's what it feels yeah, like yeah. It's, it's embarrassing six consecutive losses that's the first time in history it is embarrassing oh man but that dude that, okay i actually wanted to bring this up though uh we yeah. just saw that they won 2-0 against leipzig um in the champions league a right. goal from mane a goal from salah Zlata started um first win in a long time for yeah. Liverpool, could this be a turnaround? Do you think Wolves would be a team that Liverpool get another two 0 win? Liverpool, Salah starts scoring a goal or two again. I mean, you never ever want to count out the champions. Like it's not beyond the realm of possibility. <laughs> but that said, I really I would I would bet on anyone besides Liverpool right now. I think. I think this this is this goes to show like I mean if you look at their last Premier League game they benched both Salah and Mane right they had Shakiri starting and like I don't know who else was with them bro but yeah well at that point then you're asking for your it balls. makes it makes me think like I think I think Klopp's realized like even top four is looking like a stretch at this point just not because not just because Liverpool have been asked but because so many teams are competitive right now like Chelsea West Ham United Leicester like. Everton, all of them are in that race for top four. So even if Liverpool, Arsenal even, Spurs, like even if Liverpool do get their act together, there's no guarantee for top four. So I think Klopp has like fully prioritized the Champions League as his chance to get back in the Champions League. <laughs> I think he's going to try and win the bitch, but <laughs> not saying he's going to do it, but I think that's their best shot at this point, honestly. And I think, I think that's why he's going to prioritize the Champions League. And now you might see in this Premier League team again, like, it might be a slightly weaker team. You might see Salah or Mane, one of them, getting getting some rest. You might see, I don't know, some rotation in the midfield. But I would just not bet on Liverpool right now until I see some consistency from them in the Premier League. 
I think until that point, I would just, I'd rather not, like, I'd just rather not own them, rather not captain them. Like, not that Wolves are, like, some great team, but I just, I would, I would find, find value elsewhere, personally. I'm I'm just thinking, like, if I was, I don't have Salah, obviously, so I'm, I'm not saying I'm bringing him in, but, like, if I had him, right, and, and given what just happened, I think, I think I would actually be kind of excited to keep him in for once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's two ways to look at it. Either you get off Liverpool ASAP or you trust and pray that they will get their shit together at, by the end of the season and they're too quality of a team not to. So, like, I mean, if you captain Salah every week from now to the end of the season, I would say eventually it will pay off. Like, I think I think surely, like, Liverpool are too good to just be this bad. But, um... Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's maybe, maybe that's if you want to full send it. I mean, it could be your fall. You never know when Liverpool could just keep dropping and end the season at thirteenth in the table or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's not, it's not impossible. It definitely could happen because I mean, they just lost six games in a row at home after winning like whatever eighty or whatever. <laughs> so, fucking, I don't know. You have to put a lot of faith in Liverpool. It's not a lot of logic or ration. <laughs> so, it's up to you, but. I would I would stay away personally. I'd rather slow it up on City. I mean, I think City, especially, they're gonna show the difference between them and Liverpool against Fulham. They're gonna show what happens when a real champion, like shit contending team, shows up <laughs> against a, a relegation candidate in Fulham. I think they're gonna smack them the fuck up. I mean, De Bruyne is rested, Mares is rested, like they're gonna be hungry, bro. They're gonna get some more goals. Sterling just off no minutes. He's he's definitely gonna be Want hungry, wanting to get on the goals, goal sheet as well, and I think Fulham's the perfect team to, to rip open. So, I, I expect big things. I think this is a very simple week for captaincy. I think honestly, I think City versus Fulham is by far the standout fixture. City are the standout team in form, and Fulham are a whooping boy waiting to be whooped. Like, I think it's very like it's very straightforward. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on this. I think City is the obvious choice, but for me, uh, if it's if it's not De Bruyne, I think there's too much risk of Pep Roulette. Yeah, that's fair. That is like fair. Sterling, Gundogan, Mares, all these guys, great players on their day. Like if they start, they're absolutely a good choice, you know. But you're running the risk yeah. of he doesn't start and they come on in the last 15 minutes. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Even Mares, I mean, I, I say, I think he's likely to start cause he got 60, but he could just as easily just get benched altogether. We could see like Sterling Foden and fucking Bernardo. And uh, exactly. no more. So, so, I mean, like I'm, I'm totally for it. Like, but, but you're running that risk. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely correct. That's true. I think De Bruyne is again this week, the best captain option. Yeah, De Bruyne, I mean, he's nailed yeah. always. So for me, like, if you're, if like, the, the most obvious choice for sure will be Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, no, absolutely. And he's still, it's not like he's, like, high owned as a boring pick. Like, he's still 17% owned. Like, so if you are getting De Bruyne, there's still a lot of rank to be gained. And you know what? I'm kind of convincing myself to leave Mahrez and go with De Bruyne. So <laughs> maybe I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> Let's lock that in, bro. Kevin De Bruyne, get in my team, get in my captaincy. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just thinking if I do a minus four, bring in De Bruyne, 
and give him a captain C. I don't think that's a bad call whatsoever, but who are you taking out? That's what I want to hear. I would be taking Raheem Sterling out. The fraud, Raheem Sterling. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's no chance Sterling misses two games in a row, if you ask me. So, for me, that's a tough call. I think I would lean towards just keeping Sterling, personally. But I can see why you're frustrated. I can see why you're frustrated. It's very fair. This man's been pretty ass. And honestly, he's not in the team because he doesn't deserve to be like at this point. Like he's not been he's not been balling. Man's not in, in his groove right now. And De Bruyne is definitely the better player long term. So if you think it's worth the hit for this week, then I would go for it. But otherwise, uh maybe wait one more week and then get a free transfer. Oh, if it wouldn't be a free transfer, it would be avoiding a minus four. Yeah, no, exactly. So you can do it on a free next week, I mean. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just, so, okay, I think you're right. I think maybe I hold off on, on Sterling for one more or two more weeks. Um, but yeah. you as were mentioning. As long as you feel comfortable captaining Bruno, that's, that's the oh, yeah. caveat, yeah. Well, I have no problem captaining Bruno. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. But um, you were mentioning next week, so I wanted to to talk about Game Week 29 just a little bit. Um, yeah, let's do it. Because we've been talking about De Bruyne and all, and, uh, and all these other guys to uh-huh. bring in, or like guys that look good. But you want to keep in mind that in Game Week 29, it's not a full Game Week. There are only yeah. four games being played. That's another reason maybe not to bring in a City player just now. So, like, going from Sterling to De Bruyne, maybe that's definitely a move to make after because you probably want to use a transfer to get in a, maybe a Leeds player or a fucking Arsenal Spurs, West Ham, like one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, do you think it. it's, like, do you think it's essential that we have 11 starters this week? Nah, I mean, I think we briefly talked about this like way too long ago, like five years ago or something. <laughs> yeah, when Fak was bringing this up. <laughs> yeah, but like, bro, like Spurs could haul. Besides from that, I think every other game in this, like, I don't think, this, I mean, most people have like a Leeds player. Like they all have like either Bamford, Dallas, or Rafinha. So unless you have, if you don't have one of those, maybe, maybe I would bring one of those in. I mean, the Spurs players could haul, but I, don't try and fill up 11 players by going after fucking Brighton players and Newcastle players and Fulham players. Like, that's just dumb, bro. Like, it's only for one week. And, like, worst case scenario, like, Newcastle, like, fucking Jolinton's not going to score a hat trick, bro. Like, he's going to get, like, an assist or a goal at the maximum. So, like, if any fucker, weird fucks, like, bring those guys in, like, I guess, and the free hit guys. But, they're not like exactly the scariest players you want to be afraid of. They're not the players who are going to hurt your rank because they're going to go ahead and score fucking 10 goals and get, be captains and shit. Like, don't worry about bringing Newcastle or Brighton players. Bring in Spurs players for sure because they're in form and they have good good form. Like, and they're they're uh, like they have good fixtures as well. So maybe Spurs can can if you need to fill up with the Spurs players, do that. If you want to bring up bring in a Leeds player, do that. If you want to bring in a West Ham player, fine, do that. Or even an Arsenal player, but. I think I think eleven is no need. There's no, there's no need to have eleven field eleven players this week. I think if you have five, six, seven, eight, like 
any of those co- combinations can be fine as long as um just gotta pray that fucking Joel Linton and shit don't go crazy. So I'm I'm happy to take that chance personally. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I think right now, um I have about eight players who are gonna start that game week. Nice. Um, so I'm feeling all right with that. I have one more transfer next week, so I can bring that up to nine. Um, but like you said, I don't think that uh, these teams that they're playing, you know, Brighton, Newcastle, um, they're not necessarily high, high scoring teams. Right. Um, so I, I don't think that, and especially these teams, the assets are very low owned. Um, and I don't see especially a lot of people because a lot of people have now used their free hit. Um, That's true as well. A lot of us so, used it earlier. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't see a lot of people transferring all these players in, you know? Yeah. So I think, like, let's say Maupai scores a brace. Great. Like, I don't know how many, how many people own it, but it's relatively low percentage. The low so you might drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Like... I think it's going to be a relatively low average anyways. Um, so I completely disagree with what Fak was just saying earlier about stack up, stack up. Um, yeah. But I think it's going to be a low average week. It's not going to be really entertaining. Um, exactly. But I definitely agree with what you said about Spurs. I think if you're looking to bring anyone who could play both games, I think Spurs are the guys to look at. Um, I think... So I, I I'm and I expect a, a good game from Spurs against Aston Villa, uh, some goals and a clean sheet. So I definitely look at the Spurs. Um, Leeds against Fulham is a good one. Um, many people will have you know Dallas, Bamford, Rafinha. Yeah. So I think I think if you're between seven and nine, you should be happy with that. I think that's relatively good. Um, yeah, I think so too. Seven and nine sounds um, pretty good. Like with that, you should be hitting the average um, for for that game week. Yeah, and it's just something to think about. But I don't think it's something to completely stress out about. No, I'm totally with you. I mean, I would rather stress out about game week thirty right after, which is as ten full fixtures, and uh, I think there's a lot more like ranks to be made there. So I think focus your transfers for the long term. Don't focus in on this stupid little game week with four fixtures. Like it's really just that game week's just going to pass and like you're you don't want to waste your transfers getting in players just for that game or taking hits even god forbid to bring in a newcastle player like don't do it i think it's a very simple solution yeah damn spurs are looking good man didn't you say spurs are not going to get a high scoring uh score a lot of goals against palace well, why do you remember these things, bro? <laughs> Leave it in the past. <laughs> the past is in the past, bro. Well, you yeah, have to stop doubting them. You're right. You're right. Fucking Spurs are proving me wrong again and again. And I think I think Bale has made a difference that we all expected from him when he first signed. So maybe Spurs are going to be a free-scoring team from now on. And I, I honestly, I would lean towards that. I think they are now. I think they are a threat. I think you should be scared, be worried if you don't want to have Spurs players. I do want to say they have a Europa League game tomorrow and then the Arsenal game on Sunday. So is there a chance of rotation there? Are they still going heavily for the Europa League? I would assume so. Because uh, their top four, like I said, with Liverpool, it's not guaranteed for anyone. I I, uh, I definitely I definitely 
see some rotation for Thursday's match. Yes, I, th- I, would I, 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 th- I think Mourinho is going to look at this game. Yeah. Yeah, the Arsenal game. Obviously, they will want their full squad against Arsenal. Like, that's a huge derby. And it's, a, I mean, it's a top four rivalry right now. I mean, both teams would probably hope to get there by the end of the season. And I don't know if, yeah, Arsenal will still try. <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely a big game. So, I would expect their best team there, but I would also expect maybe some of them aren't fully fit because I'm, I'm thinking. Saw on Kane, some of them might play a few minutes, if not start against Dinamo Zagreb. So I would be cautious. I mean, I would wait to see what happens in the Europa League before I make any captaincy decisions or anything or transfers even. But um, I think um, definitely keep an eye on that game and see who gets too many minutes and who doesn't. But um, if you see everyone rested, then then I think Spurs are great great options to bring in starting now against Arsenal. Why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that game could it could be an interesting game. It has the potential to have a lot of goals. Yeah, I just think Spurs. That's a new philosophy. They're not trying to grind out results anymore. They they can score goals, and I think that's what they're committed to. I think with Bale, Kane, so on, Lucas, like there's definitely the potential for goals in any given match. And I don't trust Arsenal's defense, really, to be honest. I don't. I still don't know who the fuck is uh, a consistent defender in that team, besides maybe Tierney. Yeah. All right, then. Anything else you want to talk about? I think we covered a lot. I mean, we talked about this week, we talked about next week, and we talked about 29. So <laughs> I really think we've we've covered a fair bit. We have... I mean, the captaincy is pretty simple this week. I mean, Leicester players are still a big question mark. I mean, they did well last week. They got the win they against Brighton. They scraped the win. They scraped yeah. that win. But, I mean, can we rely on Amarty and Nacho or Brighton, Telemans to, like, keep getting returns? I don't know. I don't I think rather, so. <laughs> I would rather wait for Madison's and Barnes to get back in the team. So... I mean, they have a great fixture against Sheffield at home. If only, I mean, if you have Vardy for some reason, then that's definitely a captain option, I would say. But it's a good differential captain. Yeah. But aside from that, nothing else too exciting next week. We got Newcastle Villa, should be a boar fest. Palace, West Brom also sounds pretty damn boring. The Chelsea Leeds goal game could be interesting. I mean, we'll see what happens with Everton. We've already talked about City, United. Liverpool Spurs so I really don't think there's much else to talk about man I think we're good I think right. we had a good session yeah well I'm excited for this game week yeah let's see what happens I think the captaincy could play a big role and uh, if anyone doesn't have the brawn yet I, I really hope they, they struggle <laughs> but uh yeah best of luck bro <laughs> good luck with Likewise. your your Harvard's picks I, I think I think that's a nice pick this week I really, I'm really not feeling confident about my differential compared to yours let's hope, hopefully let's hope. I'm wrong <laughs> yeah. all right so that's it for today it's been great chatting with you guys and we will see you guys next week